Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you may be. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast. Uh, A very, very special edition for you uh, this morning. As you all know, people who follow me and people who follow the channel, it's something that I've held very close to my heart over all the years. And it's something that I've been very open with you all um, about over the years. And that is um, the state of mine and and other people's um, mental health. Now, I haven't hidden it from anyone, and I would like to think that I've helped quite a few, quite a few of you um, when you've come to me in the DMs and um, have asked me for you know for help and advice. The reason why I'm, it's the reason why I'm doing this podcast. Yesterday, I was I was scrolling through Twitter and I found this man Lee um, and his walk and talk. Uh, venture. Lee, good morning to you, sir. Thank you very much for joining us. We have a comment in there already. It's 4am in California. I'm ready for this gentleman. I've been feeling like crap lately. Um, so here we go. Here's it. You know, this is the fellas coming to us already, which is great. Uh, Lee, good morning to you, mate. How are you? Tell us a bit about yourself and, and, and a bit about Walk and Talk. Uh, good morning, Craig. I uh, hope you're well. And thank you, obviously, for having me on here. You know, it does mean a lot being a Fulham fan invited onto um, an Arsenal podcast to talk what I'm hugely passionate about. Um, 11 years ago, I tried to take my own life. I didn't want to be here no more. A few circumstances led to that. I was sectioned and I was in hospital for a huge, huge amount of time. I don't remember much of it. I come out, the crisis team will come see you. The crisis team never come to see me. And I just fell back into life. Um, Ashamed of how I felt, ashamed of what was going on. Didn't know where to turn, who to talk to. What what do I speak about? We'll go out on a night out with the boys and I would just literally just have no interest in anything. Uh, I just literally got up, went to work and just got drunk. That's literally all I did. And then uh, one Christmas... I decided to, after a few drinks, as per usual, I decided to um, tweet something out on my personal uh, Twitter account. 
Um, I'm going to walk from Fulham to Reading. Um, if I get X amount of tweets, much to my annoyance, I got them as tweets. Okay. <laughs> so it was on. I woke up the next day with a bit of a sore head and I was like, Oh God, what am I going to do? So I'm, I'm an honorable man. So I decided to do that and, uh, went looking for charities to help out. And I stumbled across Calm. I don't know if anybody knows Calm. Obviously, we've got someone, Mike, in California here. Um, Calm is a uh, charity that's based in England, which uh, is um, a phone line uh, from nine to, uh, from five till 12, uh, 365 days of the year for men, especially for men. Um, I stumbled across their website, started to read what was going on, and I was ticking every box. I was like, I can't believe this. What the great, the biggest killer, this was, Six years ago, uh, the biggest killer of men under 45 is suicide. Why, why, why are we talking about this? What is, what's going on here? And then that kind of encouraged me to, to do this. And I, me and my, I was, I was planning to do it on my own because I didn't want to talk to anybody about it and just put it on social media. I think it was the easiest part, you know, with, with what's happening at the moment with racism. You know, it's it's easy just to tweet something off straight away uh, because there's no, you ain't got nothing to answer to sort of thing, which is bang out of order. But it kind of gave me, no one knew who I was. So I kind of just like, I'm walking here, you know, and kind of gave me immunity. And I was like, well, I don't really want to talk about it. But then a mate of mine started to, to say to me, are you going to do it on your own? I was like, yeah, yeah. He said, no, I'll join you. He's a Chelsea supporter. So we, we met up in the pub and we subsequently walked 44 miles overnight. Uh, from Fulham to Reading, um, it destroyed me, if I'm honest, but it gave me something that really changed my life for the better. It gave me a sense of purpose. It gave me, when we got to the ground, a few people that I knew uh, come up to me, gave me a hug and started to open up about their own problems. And I went, I need to do something something different now. I need to carry on. This is like a, a once-in-a-lifetime thing, you know. This is something that I've got to do. So... We've got other teams involved and that's, that's, that's a big, big, big problem, uh, trying to get fans together. Um, you know, there's rivalries and so forth. Mm. People don't like this. So it's my club. I love my club and I ain't doing anything for anybody else, but this is not the case, man. You know, I've been up to, like I said to you just off the show, mm. been up to Celtic at three o'clock in the morning to walk from Celtic to Livingston. And then two days later, straight down south in the car, uh, to Haywards Heath where I live. And it was four o'clock in the morning to get up to, uh, do Dulwich to, uh, Willstone. Uh, so it, it's been eventful. Mm. We've covered 10,000 miles. Wow. We've saved lives. So let, let's put that into context. You know, that's yeah. London to Sydney. We've walked, uh, we've saved lives. We've changed lives. We've formed this unbelievable community, which has severely helped me yeah. hugely during this lockdown. You know, you can't see anybody. And I think the greatest thing we have in life is seeing each other, touching each other, actually just, just being there and physically knowing someone is there it's just such a relief and then when you understand that people are suffering as well you know it's, it's, it's just hugely something that you can just bounce off and football is obviously the, the, the key talker you know um if you were obviously you're in Ireland but if you're on this, this walk with us from Fulham to Arsenal you know we'd be talking about how you feel about your season's gone how much you're missing it so there's a benchmark there you've got 
you've got three hours to talk to each other. And I guarantee you in that three hours, you will be talking about your own mental health and talking about how you feel. And you take so much from so many normal people. This is a normal people by fans for fans. You know, I don't care who you support. It's all about each other coming together and making a bigger noise so the FA can hear us. And six years we've, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, six years we've, we've tried to push our agenda so much, but it is no one, no one really wants to listen. So it's kind of what it is. But like I said to you off air, I've had bookmakers and so forth that have uh, wanted to be part of this, but it, it's, it's a no go from me. You know, I don't believe in selling my soul for something so personal and fair play to you. That's, 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 that's as far as we are at the moment. It's, it's absolutely brilliant, mate. There's people coming up in the chat there now, um, coming in and, and, and saying what a, what a great job you've done. And, Talk to me about um, talk to me about the, before we before we go a little bit more in depth about what you know what fellas should do if they're feeling down or what what they should do if they feel they've got no corner to turn to. Talk to me about this event that's happening on April the seventeenth. It involves Arsenal, um, so this is where I want, if possible, any Arsenal fan that can make it. Um, I'm putting out a call to arms now um, for anyone. Who, who can make this um, to go and support this um, and, and go and say hello, go and say hello to Lee and, and tell him that we sent you. More so he knows, that, you know, tell him that we sent you. So, so he knows that this is, you know, that this kind of thing works. Talk to us about that event, mate. Fulham to Arsenal. Yeah, definitely. It's on the 17th of April. Uh, we're going to kick off. Uh, we're going to meet up about 10 o'clock in the morning. We're going to set off at half 10 sharp. So that gives us um, enough time to walk the streets of London from West London to North London. Uh, this will be our sixth walk uh, to Arsenal. We've done it with uh, Fulham and Palace uh, previously. I want as many people to come as possible. You know, obviously, uh, before lockdown, it's, we, we were still doing this and obviously lockdown happened and we've kind of like tried to do as much as we can. We've got a YouTube channel and so forth. But we generally want as many people. We want Fulham fans. We want Palace. Well, we want Fulham fans. We want Arsenal fans. We want any fans just to come and make numbers up and just talk no to each other. No Spurs fans, though. No one likes me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. <laughs> Has to be done, you know, no Chelsea either or QBR or Brentford <laughs> or, or any West London club. Um, no, but, you know, you know, it's more than welcome everybody to come along. You know, we want fans to... I've met the greatest people that I would never have met in my life had it not been for this. Um, you know, our paths would never have crossed in any way, shape or yeah. form in any walk of life. And bringing football together and men's mental health and talking is just it's just an absolute unbelievable concept of something so simple and it's just managed by ourselves we do everything ourselves our tweets are by myself I work mm. constantly but I do try to get back to people as much as possible and try to try to do the positive thing and try to take the lead and try to achieve something where we can help each other now there is a website I'm going to have a go at sharing this screen um I'm not, I'm not very good at I'm not very good at this, Lee. So bear with me. Um, don't even ask me. Don't even ask me. Man. <laughs> See if we can share this. So hopefully that's hopefully that's being yes, shared that's, that's, now. Yeah, there you go. So this is the website. So you can go and go and visit it. Um, I did put a banner across there um, to say that if anyone fancy doing a super chat today, then don't please make your donation directly. Um, you'll find a donation page on this website. There will be a link to it in the description when we're finished. So if you're watching this on replay, you can have a little look um, into the description. But for people who are watching it live, 
there is the website. Uh, there's the address. You'll be able to go there um, and make your donation. Also, you can have a little look about, like I did last night, have a little look around. There's some great photographs in there um, of, of different walks and stuff that Lee's done. You know, a whole array of supporters in there. Um, absolutely brilliant website. Get over there um, and have a little look at it. We've got a question coming here. Um, and I this is something that's happened to me. Um, and I want to talk to you about it. This comes in from Pids. Pids, thank you very much for your question. Um, she says, not enough, not enough know about this question. Um, has anyone ever said to you, grow up, there's nothing wrong? Constantly. And and also, also I've, I've taken that as a female. Also, also, I also get women suffer as well, you know. Um, I constantly get both questions a hell of a lot. Um, how, how do I deal with that? It, it's, it's one of them ones, isn't it? You know, there's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. Uh, to me, I personally just, you know, actions speak louder than words, mm. if I'm honest. To me, um, sometimes all that people need is a, a little hug, a little understanding to understand that someone's there for them. Sometimes mm. some people need a little bit more, be that hospital, be that um, someone they can sit down professionally with and uh, talk to, which we're trying to fund and try to get these stuff um it, it is very difficult and everybody's different, but the way I deal with it, it's, it's just, it's just the way it is, you know, man up. It is. It's, yeah. Man up. I hate that one. Yeah. It's, it is just, how do you man up? What do you do? What do you say? how do you go about that? You know, everybody's yeah. interpretation of a man yeah. is different. Someone said that to me once and I said, what's, what's the definition of being a man? Yeah, but, but, and exactly. he just looked at, looked at me and he said, I don't know. I said, so what do you want, what do you want me to be then? hundred percent agree. It's, we live in a society. I constantly say this to people. We live in a society. that's full of this with social media, social media. You can say anything you want on social media. It gets traction. It gets this, you know, I grew up in a world where, likewise yourself and a few of us older people, <laughs> uh, we grew up in a world where action spoke louder than words. Actually, getting off your ass and doing something was more important than actually just saying it. You know, we live mm. in a society now that a lot of people just talk about something they won't do it. Mm. You know, to me, it's actions speak louder than words. We have to. We have to. I don't understand. If I'm honest, I really don't understand. Yeah, I, I, I think. A lot of it, Lee, is down to there's no there's not a lot of education out there. I don't think yeah. for mental health, and it's just something that's something that's kind of oh, I don't know if crept up is the is the right way of of, of saying it, but I suppose it has really. It's, it's it's just kind of crept up, and a lot of I mean, I can remember when I first felt down. I, li- I live in Ireland, um, and as an Englishman living in Ireland, sometimes it can be a problem. Um, I, I had a great job. I wasn't, dep- you know, I wasn't depressed. I was, I was, you know, life was great. Um, I just got engaged. We, we, everything was great. We, you know, we both had full-time jobs. We just got our mortgage approval. We were looking for houses. Everything was great. You know, life couldn't be, life couldn't be much better. But this is good. You know, it's going to sound, it's going to sound ridiculous. But I was actually bullied from, for, for, for my race. Okay, you know, there's, 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 you know, there's, there's beef there between England and Ireland. We, we, we get that, right? But it was years and years ago. But unfortunately, some people can't let go. And I was, I was, 
if you want. I don't like saying it because it's, it sounds ridiculous to me. I, I was basically abused, I suppose. No, it is. Um, yeah. I used to get phone calls in the middle of the night. They were going to come and do this, that, and then this to the house um, with my wife in it and this, that, and the other. But All for being go, English. Yeah, all for being, yeah, you know, something that I can't... <laughs> You know, it's not as if I, you know, I, I was born and and the and the nurse went, "Hello, little baby, what nationality do you want to be?" Yes. Oh, I'll be English, thanks. Like, yeah. you know. But I'm getting off. I'll get. That is when I came home from work. I can remember it so vaguely. I came home from work and I walked in the front door. And my missus was standing in the kitchen. She went, "All right, love," and I just fell. And that was the first after I'd had to cry. And I was, and I took, she was, she didn't know what was going on. She thought I'd been, I don't know, she, she yeah. thought someone had died or something in England. You know, someone in the family that that was close to me or something had, had passed away, but it wasn't. I had just got, I had just got to that point where it was obviously creeping up and creeping up and creeping up. Perhaps consciously I knew it was there. But you know, when you, when it first starts to happen, you can kind of, put it to the back of your mind uh, oh, 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 I don't like this I don't like this it's a bit of a laugh yeah yeah, yeah yeah do you know um, and I just fell I just fell to my knees and, and, and I, I was a mess a blubbering mess and like she'd never actually never seen me cry before she, she you know it was horrible for her too I went to the doctors and um, I, I told the doctor what was going on I told the doctor how I felt Um. I think that was a big thing. Telling the doctor how you feel um, is massive. I can't stress that enough. I wouldn't want people to go to the doctors and say, well, I do touch want people it. to go. Yeah, I, I do want people it, yeah. to go to the doctor, of course. I don't want them to go in and, and say, oh, I'm depressed. I, I want them to tell the doctor how they feel. I told the doctor exactly how I felt. And he sat back in his chair and he said, do you know what, Craig? I've never had a man come into this practice and tell me so, tell me so uh, intensely about how they feel. Um, and I was given medication, and um, I think I've gone through, I've gone through about seven medications to, until I found the right one um, that worked. Again, there's 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 no, there's a very big stigma attached to, to to medication as well, Lee, isn't there? I mean, I can remember when I first got my medication. You know, my family around me were like, "Oh, he's going to get addicted to them. He's going to, you know, they're not going to help." It's important, I think, Lee, that we explain to people that the medication is there to help our brains. Yeah. Um, when you when you feel like me, or when you feel like Lee did. The the tablet is there to to replenish the chemical in your brain that is that's just, that is making you feel the way you feel. Are you still on? I mean, I'm I, I'm openly. I, I take I take a tablet every day. Um, are you are you still on medication, Lee? Or no, no you're off medication. Good man. To to, to me, I, I spent uh, 15 years in the NHS. Um, I I was a theatre nurse for 15 years. Uh, seen everything, done everything, and if I'm honest, I probably have a little bit of PTSD in there, if I'm honest. Um, there's a lot of harrowing stuff and so forth that I've seen in my life. Um, I refused everything. Uh, if I had a headache in the day, I refused paracetamol. I, I just don't like 
I, I, that's my personal opinion. I don't. I'm not a big tablet fan, if I'm honest. Um, but I found walking just the best thing ever. I found so much love and so much um, appreciation from so many people. And listening to people's story um, was absolutely um, mind blowing. You know, everybody comes to the table, uh, an ODP. Um, everybody comes to the um, table on a different. Uh, uh, add something different to the table sorry mm-hmm. and to listen to their stories of where they come from and have that sense of helping others gives me yeah. such a big buzz you see in these pictures if you go onto the website or mm. follow our twitter handle instagram or facebook that i'm never in any of the pictures because i'm the one taking them because i take so much pride in seeing so many people be that um to palace to arsenal what we've done earlier on this season outside um uh, the uh, the Emirates with both Arsenal and Palace fans coming together. I just stood there and that's where I take my excitement and my joy and my, I get my buzz mm. from that moment where people look happy, people are willing to talk, people are there for together as a unit. You know, we all support mm. different clubs, like I said on here. I'm a massive Fulham fan, but <coughs> I believe in helping everybody, you know, men are men. And the more yeah. we talk, the more we help each other, the more we can do for so many other people. The unity together, it's a simple term, as, as I say. You know, you look at the Emirates, if, if one corner of the North Bank is singing and the bottom corner is singing and then the top singing, you've got three different noises coming together. If you put them all together, what happens? You get a bigger noise. It's, yeah, it's common yeah. sense. Okay? Great. So yeah, the more noise we have, the more people we have, the more talking we have, the more fans we have, all coming together. The bigger noise we make, the more that these, I can't swear, uh, the more these people in the hierarchy will listen to us. And then it's simple. You know, yeah. I constantly see on social media that someone has died, uh, taken their own life. A lad's mm. taken his own life. <laughs> Excuse me. No problem, mate. And clubs coming out and saying, oh, that's sorry, that's bad. You know, let's do something. Buy yeah. fans for fans. You know, yeah. we don't need mass amount of money. We just need the togetherness and the, 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 social, uh, the social media spectrum to help each other. It's a simple concept. Mm. It's unbelievably simple. And you'll find when people are walking, they don't use the one thing that they're constantly on is this. You're walking. Yeah. You're not going to use this. So subsequently, you start talking, and then it's engaging the people over this lockdown. I've, well, this walk coming up the the Arsenal Fulham, I've got people coming down from Rotherham, from Nottingham, from Reading, and we've got a few Palace lads coming down because they've missed it all so much. And it's yeah. it's a family. It, it, these people are classed as family. These people are just wonderful and magical, and enlighten my life so so much. It's mad to hear you, you know, it's mad to hear someone say that kind of thing because I think social media has got a lot to do with it. I I really do because it has mental health, you know, mental health awareness. Although although social media is good, obviously, for mental mental health awareness, i.e. what we're doing today, um, you know, I never would have met you otherwise and we wouldn't be doing this show if it wasn't for social media. But on the flip side, on the flip side... I think social media is a lot to do with uh, the way people feel. Um, people don't talk anymore. That's this is no, a big yeah. problem. People yeah. would rather put out something on social media than talk to the person next to them. It's yeah. it's totally bizarre. Yeah. Maybe I'm getting really old. I, no, I, mate, you're dead right. You're dead right. I mean, I can like I can remember going in like using using this as an example. I can remember going into if I was going to the doctors, you, you you'd be sitting in the you sitting in the waiting room, and everyone would be talking to each other. 
But now when you go into a doctor's waiting room. Totally. Even even the seventy year old woman is 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 on is on a mobile phone looking in looking into a screen. And I'm not saying that that's that's bad or anything like that, but I'm just trying to use the example that even people of that age um are, are engrossed in, in, in social media. Lee, I had um what helped for me, um, I know that you said that, you know, your help was walking and getting out and getting active and getting to getting um, getting to meet people. But obviously, I must, I think we, we will both stress that you've obviously got to find something that works for you. And, and, and if, yeah. if, if, if medication works for you, then great, you know, keep on the medication. I mean, I only take a small amount of um, the tablet I use is called Sertraline. Yeah, it's only a small, you know, it's only a small dose. Um, it keeps me on the straight and narrow. A, a, a tablet every morning. Um, I still get, I still get waves of, waves of um, depression, but but it's a different depression. It's not like a deep dark. You know, it's not like the bottom of the barrel depression that I've where I've been. It's more like of a, oh, for fuck's sake, kind of thing. Like do you know, <laughs> do you know but I mean, yeah, I, yeah. that's that's kind of it. You know, the human thing. I um I had six weeks of counselling. Um, I went to I, I went to a doctor. So if if any of the boys out there or anyone listening to this is half hearted, this is what I done. I went to the doctor. I explained my situation. Um, he gave me some medication. It took us. I mean, this might not happen to you, but it took me. I went through seven medications before I found one that worked. There were side effects to some. No, they're not. They're not bad. You know, they're not bad side effects. A few brain zaps. Um, might start crying, but you know it wasn't. You know there weren't side effects that were uh, were going to put you in any danger. You know, so I finally we finally found um, the one that I was on. I was then referred to counselling. Uh, some of you might remember those videos that I did um, while I was counselling. I kind of done a couple of update videos. Done six weeks of counselling, and then um, I done cognitive cognitive behavioural uh, cognitive behavioural therapy. Now that changed my life. Um, it really, really, really helped. Did you do anything like that, Lee? Did you have any therapy or counselling yeah. or yeah, anything like that? Yeah, I had it within the hospital, you know, a bit like yourself. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. I flake sometimes in the sense that I just can't get out of bed. I don't want to get out of bed. I'm like, my, my missus is just like, man. And I, I'll just lay in bed all day. Um, it's... It, it don't happen as often. I like to keep active and constantly active. You know, I'm up quite early and I'm constantly trying to do something to fulfill my day. I want to achieve things. I want to do things. And, you know, me laying in bed is not going to achieve that. But, you know, it does, it does come over to me. Uh, CBT, I have, I have tried CBT within the hospital um, it was good. It was really good. Uh, one of the boys that I do a podcast with is an Arsenal fan who's currently going through CBT as well, um, Deacon. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's, everybody's different, you know. Everybody's so different. You know, do what's best for you, you know. If, if walking helps you, come join us. Mm. If walking helps you, finding out that you're not alone. I think that's the biggest The biggest thing for me was finding out that when I felt I was the only one, because no one was talking about this, to find the charity calm really just blew my mind and understanding that 
and I was walking down the street thinking to myself, is this man suffering? Is that man suffering? What can I, how am I, he looks happy, is he suffering? And it just really frazzled my mind to think that what is going on in this, in it's such a taboo, you know, over the last couple of years, it has kind of like come back, where it's come into uh, the mainstream media and people are talking about it and which, which is rightly so, you know, um, it just blew my mind how to how men are suffering and we're not talking about this. You know, mm. I look forward to every Saturday Guyana football. My local team, Hayward's Heath, I enjoy the non-league. You know, we've done a walk around there to raise money for them as well as us mm. to achieve what we want to do. We've done a 24-hour walk around the stadium. We ended up doing 1,184 laps at the stadium. It worked out to be 280 miles. Uh, absolutely destroyed me, but... It was, I was just tired thinking about it. It gave me this massive buzz, and I, I, I constantly want to go and do it again. It's a drug. I, I feel like it's yeah, a drug yeah, yeah. I'm addicted to. You know, we've done a Fulham to Birmingham walk uh, over three days that absolutely destroyed me. But it was a sense that, you know, it's easy to get on the train. Why, why do something easy? Why, 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 why don't I push myself? You know, I've been in the darkest place in my, in my life, and I've. How long did that yeah. take you? Fulham to Birmingham? Three days. Three, three, three days. Three, four days. Four days. It destroyed me. It was, it was a hot summer. This is when Fulham, if we, uh, Birmingham were, if they won, they stayed up. If mm. we won and Cardiff lost, we would have uh, gone up in uh, second place. But as luck would have it, we decided to lose that day after walking. We lost 3-1. We went to Wembley and beat Villa. So there, there's yeah. a silver lining. Silver you know, lining and all that. How do you go about planning that route? You know, because it's easy to jump in a car and drive up the motorway. How, <laughs> how, how, how did you plan the route? Well, it's about six of us that sat down and literally spent about a month planning the route, phoning the hotels, explaining them what we're trying to achieve and what we're doing, uh, whether we can, whether they can help us or not. And a few were non, non-coherent. A mm. few of them were really, really good. Uh, you know, there is some positive out there. and There's some people that really do understand. And obviously, since it's lockdown, um, I think once we, if, well, once we do get back to a bit of normality, I think a lot of people are going to understand that mental health is a huge, huge problem that we should all be talking about. Absolutely, yes, mate. Um, I think we'll come to the end of it. I mean, we could we 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 could talk about this all day. Um, you know, we 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 could. Um, but I think if we we we'd sit here and we'd kind of be going over and over and over. Um, you know, I've 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 given a little insight to 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 what happened to me. You've given a little insight to to what happened to you. You know, the advice is there. Um, talk to me more about before we go. Talk to me more about this um, Fulham to Arsenal walk. Where did yeah. where where did it what you know is Saturday is Saturday the seventeenth of April? Yeah, Saturday. Okay, so Saturday seventeenth. Where do where do people meet up for this? Um, or, or you know, because I, I can imagine like people just like walking up to Fulham and going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened before, mate. It's happened yeah, yeah. before. So I I always set off from uh, the Johnny Haynes statue, which is on uh, Stephenish Road. Uh, see the main part of. Craven Cottage, you've got the Putney end, which is the away end. Just walk a little bit further down the Stevenage Road there. You see a, a wonderful statue of a wonderful man, uh, Johnny Haynes. Uh, we all meet there by the gates at Craven Cottage uh, for 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, so it kind of gives us half an hour. So the earlier you get there, the better, really. I'll be there from about nine. But the earlier you get there, and kind of just interact with people and just talk. There is no, no one's going to judge you for anything. Mm. We're not here to judge anybody. We're here just to literally just talk about us 
and football and, you know, make friends, have a laugh and get shit off your chest, really, if yeah. I'm honest. You know, yeah, there's a lot of pent-up people out there and just, just talk. And that's, that's that. that is generally all I needed when I was going through my stuff was someone to put yeah. their arm around me and just talk to me before I slipped down to where I was mm. and kind of like raise me up. And this, this, it's all positivity. And, you know, yeah. uh, there'll be laughter on the way, you know, I, I expect to be abused for being a Fulham fan. I get used to it. Okay? <laughs> I'm used to it. We're going to beat you 6-0. Right? I'm fine with that. Well, I, don't, well, I mean, to be honest with you, mate, it's been a bit like that this year for us Arsenal fans as well, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we need the points more than you, if I'm honest. We need the points. Yeah, yeah, we need yeah. to stay in so we could do it again, bigger and better next year. You know, Yeah, um, well, yeah well, especially when the fans are allowed back in. Yeah. This, yeah. is, this is what we want to achieve. So 10 o'clock um, and set off at 10pm sharp. And once we get to the ground, we've got a, a, a surprise for everybody. Um, so we can all do something positive and watch the game together, which you, which will be nice and experience yeah. everything. You know, it's not about hatred. It's not about my team's better than yours. It's not, nothing like that. It's about men coming together to to understand that being talking, mm. talking, understanding, meeting new people, uh, people that you never would have met in any walk of life. They're exactly the same as you. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a lot of. I think that's what a lot of men have got to realise as well. Like if I would imagine that there's people, you know, who might be watching this or or um, thinking about going. What is going to be in the back of their mind is oh. Um, you know, oh, am I going to be, is people going to go, oh, hello, mate, are you, you must be mental, are you? Because you're here, you, you know, you, so it's not like that. I think what what we've got to do is, is, is kill that stigma and for men to realise that if you go to this walk, if you turn up um, to, to Craven Cottage, you're going to be welcome with open arms. Massively. There's going to be, I don't know, a couple of hundred, 300, 400, 500 people there that oh, are in it. the exact same boat as you they've all yeah. got up they've all got up they've all probably worried about the same thing while they're going while they're driving while they're walking you're yeah, all in the same every boat. single yeah, yeah. walk every single walk everybody always comes to me and said i was really nervous about today Da-da-da. it's probably the, the greatest thing i've ever done in my life you know i've had people yeah. cry on walks after we've completed uh, a 35 40 40 mile walk and they're going i never thought i'd achieve it and you know to me it's about giving people the opportunity 10 miles is is to me it's not a lot but to a lot of people it's a hell of a long way 10 miles is a huge huge walk for a lot of people you know and that achievement in itself you know give yourself a pat on the back we've mm-hmm. achieved this collectively together yeah. we are helping each other to achieve things and together we're helping each other to open up together we are doing things together mm-hmm. The more we come together, the more we understand. It's unbelievable, but everybody always gets so so nervous before a walk about coming because there's new people, and this is this is if we go back to the social media thing. I could tweet anything to millions of people because I'm not really in their face; they don't really see me. But I can't go on a walk where there's going to be fifty, sixty people. Because I'm nervous. Don't be yeah. nervous. You yeah. will be welcome so, so much. You know, it's it's about us coming together and 
it's, I, I constantly want to smile. I constantly want to, to to have a good aura around it, where people are laughing, people make friends, you know, swap numbers, talk to people, and this helps so many people. It's just mm. it's just a phenomenal concept. Well, I hope that I hope that when everything opens up again, um, and 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 everything kind of slowly goes back to normal, the next one you do, hopefully, I'll be able to come as well. I'll, I'll jump on an old Ryanair, um, and I'll get over to London, and um, I'll get over to London and get, planning- on, get on that walk. We're planning to go to Ireland and do a walk uh, soon. So, um, well, there you go. Again. Well, if you well if you come to Ireland, I'm in, mate. I'm in. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Lee, it's been absolutely fantastic uh, having you on. I, you know, it's something that is, is close to my heart. It's something that I've been open with with all my followers over the years. Um, there's a lot of people here now in the chat. I think that might have a clearer understanding of what's going on and what they need to do um as a person my my message is clear really is to talk yeah always talk don't feel that you're alone people have come to me on twitter in the dms i've got friends there uh, brad one of my mates there it's that horrible year he's he's been on the phone to me and we've had big long chats and you know he's come out the other side people dming me what should i do what should you know where should I go to now? I'm not. I'm not no medical professional, but I'm. You know, I'm just trying to give advice. I I normally do what I do, and I'm, sorry, I normally do advise on what I did, and I say to them, look, this is what I did, and this is what you need to do. But I think my my biggest message, Lee, for anyone who's feeling like they are, is is to talk. It doesn't have to be to your doctor. It doesn't have to be to your wife. It doesn't have to be to your best mate. Could be a person a stranger. That, yeah, you know, it could be a stranger. Yeah, man, you, you'll be surprised the amount yeah. of the amount of people that, that, like I said to you earlier, the amount of people that don't understand that they're not alone. You know, and I, I think this is where we're going wrong in society. Mm. You know, there's loads of people that are suffering at the moment. A mm. huge amount of people, even well now, given that that we've had this lockdown and people are at the wit's end, don't know what to do. We've got no plans. There's no future. There's no understanding that they can, can't go out on a Saturday. They can't go out whenever they want. They can't go down to the pub, meet their mates, have a chat. You know, this 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 whole society that we we created for years and years and years that we've known has now gone. So so common sense states that things are going to be very very temperamental mm. and to understand that coming together to talk is just the greatest it's the most simple gift but it's the most critical and the most personal thing you can ever do to anybody mm. and understanding that there's people out there that are exactly the same as you that feel exactly the same to you as you gives you strength it gives you like oh, wait so i'm not alone Shit, do you know what? I'm feeling shit. I'm going to phone up my pal. Da, 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 da. And do you know what? We're going to have a laugh. We're going to talk about stuff. We're going to be honest with each other. We're going to laugh by the end of it. Not piss take, not that, mm. but, you know, give each other a boost. You know, give each other some strength. Give some each other just happiness and just love all the way through. You know, we all mm. support different teams, but who cares about that? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that's, that's totally irrelevant. Coming together to see the power of what football can achieve. By yeah, fans, the power of football. For yeah. fans. By fans, for fans. It's a simple, simple thing. Exactly. What I'll do is just before we go, we'll, <laughs> we'll set, I'll set everyone a challenge, um, whoever's listening to this. Pick someone you haven't spoken to for at least two weeks. And ring them today or text them. Text them today. Ring them today. Simple text message. How are you doing? Yeah. And we'll see where it goes. There's your challenge. So, if someone you haven't to, get back yeah. to you in 10 minutes, you've got to call them. 
Yeah, exactly. There you go. If they don't get back, so you text them first. If they're not getting back to you in 10 minutes, give them a ring. Just ring them up. Hello, mate. How are you? And And go for a walk. Go for a walk while you're talking to them. Yeah, there you go. Go for a walk. Get them 10,000 steps up. Yeah, don't be lazy like me. (laughs) Don't be lazy like me. Lee, it's been fantastic having you on. Thank you ever so much for agreeing to come on, mate. Thank Um, you so much for having me, mate. So don't forget, Saturday the 17th of April, meet up um, down at Fulham. Please, if you're watching this and you're in London, uh, please go down and support Lee because it's what he's doing is massive, um, and it, and it's and it deserves every single bit of support um, it can attract. Uh, thank you all for coming. Uh, I know it's a bit of a weird time because we normally go on Mondays and, and and Wednesdays and Fridays and stuff. I know it's a bit of a weird time, but it was something that I wanted to do, and I, it was something that I wanted to. I wanted to promote. Uh, I wanted to promote Lee's website, and I wanted to promote Lee's um, venture and and and, and what he's doing because it's very very important. Thank you to all that's been in the chat. Thank you to you all if you're listening to this back on audio. And uh, thanks to you all if you're watching this on replay. Uh, we'll be back Monday. Uh, we'll be back with the boys. Got got a little something planned for Monday because it's obviously the boring international break. No one cares about that. Um, we'll see you on Monday. So, Lee, thank you very much again, mate. Thank um, you for having me, mate. Absolutely no problem at all. Until we see you again, take care of yourselves and each other. And up the Arsenal. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.